This is Wicked Thoughts. I'm Flair Castro. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 11 of our podcast. And this topic is quite close to my heart because a lot of super moms, I would say super moms, you can all relate to this. So our topic for episode 11 is on being a working mother or a working mom. So let's face it, there is this problem that we are facing. Women are expected to be stellar not just with focusing on our family and raising our kids, but also to be stellar in our careers. So imagine that, that certain expectation, right? That image of the perfect working mother. And, well, let's face it, that's how the world works, right? If you focus on a career, people would call you a lousy mom, right? Like your kids are not being fed, your house is so dirty and, you know, there's not much organization ha- happening in your home, you know. On the other hand, if you would just focus on raising your kids, on your family, people would call you a lazy mom. Why? Because maybe you're just um, working from home or working on your home. You don't have a career and you're just focused on being a stay-at-home mom. So... How do you even balance that, right? Focusing on career and also focusing on raising a family? That's quite a challenge. Now, what's worse is that women now prefer to not have kids. I've met a lot of younger professionals or younger women and even couples who would say that they prefer not to have kids. Even if their family is telling them, Oh, kailan kayo mag-asawa? Or... They would still prefer to say that they're not planning to have kids or maybe just keep it a secret that they're not going to have one, right? And maybe the reason why they prefer it that way is because, you know, I mean, just look at the world. It's quite, (laughs) I don't know if I should use the term, but it's quite shit, you know. And you don't want to bring them up into this kind of world where, there's a lot going on, there's much problems, there's worldwide problems that affects not just a small nation such as ours here in the Philippines, but you, uh, holistically, as uh, human beings, you know? And also, what's worse is, even right now during the pandemic or in the middle of a health crisis, it's worse being a working mom. So... You're not just taking care of your career, working from home, but you're also faced with the challenge of taking care of your kids who are doing their online classes in the middle of this pandemic. So you're struggling with waking them up in the morning, cooking them breakfast, and you know monitoring their online classes and this is especially true if you have younger kids and lucky me my kid is 13 years old and he has been homeschooled before so i do know how he works and i know that he can manage his workload but for those uh working moms who are still you know who still have little kids i know how it can be a struggle 
trying to convince them to focus on their work, especially when they are, you know, facing online classes and talking heads. I have a funny uh, classmate. Um, she always posts about her little boy who seems very sleepy when, you know, facing the Zoom call every day at school. And she has re this um, silly series of photos of her kid. And I just find it really adorable. But and, and funny at the same time, you know. Like, these are little kids you're dealing with. So, of course, they will have to play. And they have so much... They have so much attention spent, you know. It's limited. That's what I'm saying. So, it's, it's easy being a working mom in these days. Especially right now. And in this crisis that we are in. And, you know, people would say... Or like parents right now, working moms would say... It's quite a challenge um, trying to juggle all of this. So you're not just a mom at home, but or but you're also the canteen manager, the scheduler, um, the things that our teachers are doing at school. We're also doing it now at home. But although some of us would appreciate the current setup because they get to spend more time with the kids, they get to monitor what they're really doing at school. You know, not all of us have the luxury of time to really focus on our kids. And so, you know, just like I said, it's not easy. And to change that, we as working mothers or working parents, I'm not going to exclude the dads. I know you have the same struggle as us women. To change that, I know we have to focus on one thing that we can control. What is it? The only thing we can control is our time. We can focus our attention on things that matter. We can spend time on activities that matter for us, for our families, and for our kids. And what does it matter that we have to know how to manage our time? It's because, of course, our families rely on us. No, We have to uh, take care of our families but also prepare for or work on our careers at the same time. So if you would ask, what are some tips in managing your time? I mean, being a working mom in the past 14 years, I would say, um, it has been a series of trial and error. I have to find out what works for the family. I have to work around um, the schedule that I need for uh, my business and for my clients. No, So... Like I said, it's going to be a series of trial and error. But what has worked for me in the past 14 years, and I would say it's just that I had the luxury recently of trying to uh, block my time. So time blocking, that is one strategy that I would say has helped me across the years. So how, how does time blocking work? So this is what I would do. Um, on my calendar, I plot the days ahead like what's gonna happen in the morning well right now it's in the middle of a pandemic i'm usually sleeping in the morning because <laughs> i work um in the wee hours of the morning just like now i'm i'm recording this at 1 30 in the morning why because internet is much faster um my neighbors are silent because they're all sleeping if i do this in the morning i would hear you know dogs in the background or my neighbor singing their video okay it's hard so 
Like I said, time blocking has helped because I plot my calendar. Um, I know what's going to happen from Monday up until Friday. And I try to balance my workload uh, my workload across those days so that I only have so much calls in between while um, doing my work. And the most important time block for me is really the weekend. So I always tell my clients that I don't work on the weekends. Now, yes, there are exceptions to this rule for me. Like recently, I had an engagement with a company who wanted me to become a speaker for their um, group of influencers. So I had to block an afternoon of my Saturday in order to de- to deliver that training for this group of individuals. So an exception, yes, that's an exception. But the rest of the days, I manage my time by blocking those days. And for example, tomorrow, it's going to be um, a Tuesday. I've recently tried to block my Tuesdays in order to have a me time. So when I say me time, I usually spend it to... Uh, do a bit of introspection like what what am I going to do in the next three months you know it's going to be quarter four so I wanted to have that slot of time to be ordered to organize um, not just things that I have to do at home but you know like uh, bills to pay or maybe classes to take or some things that I have to review in our finances so Pretty much my Tuesdays are blocked for my personal time and for my sanity. So that's how I block my time. And it has been helpful for me in the past 14 years, like really sticking to it. And I know it's going to be a challenge to tell your clients that, hey, I'm not working on weekends. Can you send me an email perhaps by Monday so that so that I can take a look at it? So that's what I would usually say, like if... Um, clients or leads who try to connect with me, let's say on Facebook, they send me a message on Messenger and then they would say something like, hey, can I pick your brain on this? Or like, um, can you send me an email about this thing that I need your input on? I would really politely tell them that um, I am not on my desktop or I'm not on my laptop and that I'm on mobile and I have an errand during the weekends which is true i i usually do a lot of things during the weekend like wash wash our clothes do um, a trip to the supermarket and clean at home and also you know just spend some time with the boys so blocking my time in the weekends has really been helpful but communicating it to perhaps your clients or to your partners that's gonna take some getting used to like really telling them no i don't work during the weekends and like i said it's going to be hard at first but once you get your clients used to the fact that you're not available in the weekends and that you can contact them anytime during the weekdays that's going to be better for you why because you keep your sanity you know you keep your sanity in check you will be able to balance um your workload more knowing that you only have Mondays to Fridays to do your work. But I always say, keep your weekends holy. My dear mothers, my dear moms like me, this is the only time that you can keep um, time for yourself or really focus on yourself. Like, you know, grab a book. Do that one hobby that you so wanted to focus on 
or just relax you know take some time off social media that's what i usually do during the weekends to reward myself of course aside from all the tasks you need to do as a mom that you can only do during the weekends and these two things that you do for yourself it would accumulate into something bigger like training your brain to relax or training your brain to have that blocked off time and really just focus on yourself you know and we need that self-love ladies come on (laughs) who's gonna love you except for yourself you know I, i know we have that love from from our spouses from our partners or from our kids but the one thing that you have to also give is self-love you know you're taking care of not just yourself but also other people how can you take care of them if you don't know how to take care of yourself that's what i will that's what i would say right would you agree with that i would love to hear your thoughts now like i said the only thing that we really can focus is our time and f- try to find some strategies that would work for you. Maybe time blocking, like I said, keeping your Mondays hands off for clients and juggling your tasks and your responsibilities at home with your errands and your career and having all of this set in in um, flexibility. You need you need that flexibility because you wouldn't know what would happen either with your career or um the time that your kids need you right so um also try to keep your time flexible now if only we could do that with our work right with our careers and so why does this matter for us why does it matter for moms like us to control our time so like i said it's because our families rely on us right our careers need time to grow and having that control would make it all better now if you would ask me like what's the next phase for us (laughs) we are already super moms i remember um someone messaged me and asked me you know you're always busy you're always running around how do you have energy for all of this and then she said that you are you are a superwoman (laughs) and you would if you would ask me like how do you transform yourself to the next level once you become superwoman, I would say transform into Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, what I'm trying to say is that if you would try to transform yourself into a Wonder Woman, the next phase for us in order to do that is this. My suggestion is that you don't just manage your time, but also involve your partners more. Involve your partner, involve your spouse. Now, I have just been really lucky that my husband is really supportive with the things that we do. Like if we have an idea on how to tweak our time, on how to collaborate better at home so that our schedules would sync and then our workloads would be better. Then one strategy that I always tell him is that we have to be complementary with our skills. Like I said, like, you know how to cook. I have to learn how to cook. And that has been a skill that i've been working on all throughout the quarantine like imagine 36 years of my life i never learned how to cook um when i'm married when we married it's my husband who's been cooking all the time like he has been preparing for the kid he's been preparing for us i barely cook at home that's why i always say like he's the cook 
But during this quarantine period, I was able to develop that skill. And I found it really helpful to involve myself in that kind of responsibility because when he is working and he doesn't have time to really, you know, go to the kitchen, cook something up, that's going to be my turn to be in the kitchen and, you know, prepare something for the kid. And this kind of balance with the skill has helped us try to figure out um, you know, how to fill our calendars with really meaningful uh, moments together, right? So instead of just doing one task, we can always become flexible. So if he's washing the clothes and I'm going to be the one who's going to hang up the clothes, you know, so we don't have a, we don't have a dryer. We only have a washer. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, um, Try to balance your skills together, involve your partner, and um, make sure that you also have some time together and for each other. Because of course, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of time on hand, you'll be able to perfect your calendar if you don't get to spend that extra time with the people that you love. So, why do we... Why why do we do this? Or how can we do this better as women? And what I can say is that aside from involving your partner is find an organization or maybe communicate to your bosses or to your leaders that you need to be supported as a working parent or as a working mom. And luckily, some companies are really getting creative, especially for the working parents or the working mothers. And those who are in these organizations who are finding ways to support working parents, I would say, you know, be you're lucky to be in that company because I wasn't when I was... um, when I was a first-time mom and I was pregnant, I even remember being called off because I was pregnant. And that's discrimination. But, you know, um, I've already forgotten to, you know, like really focus on that because I, I would say maybe because it was really traditional during my time. Um, back 14 years ago, that was really a traditional way to approach things. But right now, there are organizations who are open-minded and and are very creative with handling working mothers, right? And you're lucky if you are in one. Now, um, what else? Well, I can relate to all of this because, like I said, I may have mentioned it in my previous episodes, but um, when I was pregnant and a first-time mom back in 2006, and that was 14 years ago, we came to Cebu with a challenge of the following. In just a span of six months, I was pregnant, I gave birth, I onboarded in a new corporate job, I transferred to a new place, new city, I got married. So again, this was all in the span of six months. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, how do you even keep your sanity as a working mom, right? But at the same time, also get good with your career. And this is especially quite a challenge for us. And what should we ask? What should we ask for as working moms? Well, again, like I said, we have to ask for that support, not just from your partners, not just from your spouses, but also support from your your family. If you are lucky to have a family around you, ask them to be involved in some way, 
right? Ask for their support, but also ask for the support from your organizations or from your bosses that maybe you need some time off or maybe you need some sort of flexi time or shortened workload, you know, shortened hours just for you to be able to manage not just your um, career, but also as a working mother, right? But what I could say is that as working moms, let us also hold ourselves accountable for our careers. So what I'm trying to say is that let's not make this as an excuse that we are working mothers because yes, we can definitely have it all. You can be a working mom, be stellar at your career, but also be able to raise great kids, you know, um, healthy family. We can do that. And the vision is not just to do this sort of women empowerment among us, among us working mothers, but to also, you know, find that support within our community. And one thing that I can propose, though, is to be able to match and mentor with working mothers. So if you know someone in your network who you saw as, you know, being able to balance it all, um, have a career, but also raise great, you know, functional kids or future adults in the society, then try to approach them and ask them to mentor you. How you're, how are you doing it? What can I do to improve my, you know, my career? What can I do to improve my, my work as a, as a working mother? And what is the goal here? Of course, what we want to see is a world where we can be sane mothers. We can be sane working moms. But at the same time, raise happy children, keep a healthy family, and also become stellar in our careers. And I hope you find that balance in your life. So that was our episode for the week. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on Facebook at Third Team Media or on flarecastro.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Third Team Media or Flair Castro. For more fun news and discussion, you can check out our site at thirdteam.org. Bye for now. I'm Flair Castro and thanks for listening to Wicked Thoughts.